This is the Runaway Together podcast, and in this episode, we'll be chatting about the differences between eloping in Santa Barbara and New York City. I'm your host, Katie Doherty, and I'm an elopement and intimate wedding photographer based in Los Angeles. I created this podcast as a resource for couples who are thinking about eloping. If you'd like more information and inspiration about eloping, you can visit runawaytogether.co. I've started creating a corresponding blog post for each of these episodes so you can easily find all the links that we've mentioned. I also just finished up a fun little quiz um, that tells you where in the world you should elope. You can also find that on the homepage of Runaway Together. If you've maybe been thinking about eloping, but you can't decide on a place, that little quiz could be a nice jump start to get your ideas rolling. Lastly, if you are possibly interested in hiring me as your elopement photographer, you'll get a free hour of coverage if you mention this podcast. I can create custom packages for all of my couples. Basically what that means is I'll just throw on an extra hour of coverage to whichever package you decide to book. I am in LA, definitely very happy to travel, although at this particular moment in time, it's June 2020, travel might not be the easiest thing in the world um, due to COVID, but under normal circumstances, I'll literally go anywhere. For this episode, I invited my good friend Phil to speak about some of the differences between getting married in New York City versus Santa Barbara. Phil has lived in both of these cities, so he helped me break things down. We talked specifically about elopements and the city hall slash courthouses in both of these locations. We cover favorite spots to take portraits after the ceremony, favorite places to grab a drink or some food, and also some suggestions on where to stay. Without further ado, here is our conversation. Hey, Phil. Hi, Katie. (laughs) So we know each other from probably like six years ago, and you used to live in Santa Barbara. That's where you grew up, but now you're in New York City, so I thought it would be fun to kind of compare what it's like to elope um, in Santa Barbara versus New York. So can you just first tell me a little bit about your backstory, like what brought you to New York and where you grew up? Sure. Um, I think I met you right before I moved to New York, like maybe one or two months before I moved to NYC. I think uh, it was two weeks, but yes. Two weeks? Two weeks. That's crazy. So so I grew up in Santa Barbara, California. I spent 32 years there. And then two weeks before I moved to New York City, I met Katie through her friend. And we talked photo stuff and Lightroom and then I moved to New York, and every time I came back, we would uh, we would connect and and talk photo stuff, and then we eventually became business partners. But I moved to New York because I wanted to pursue commercial and fashion photography and magazine photography out here, and that's what I've been doing for the past six years. How long have you been doing weddings? Uh, now it's been eleven years. That's a long time. It is. I didn't know I didn't know it was that long. Well, here's my plan. I want to ask you kind of the same set of questions for New York and then Santa Barbara and I can kind of chime in on the Santa Barbara bit because I've also photographed weddings there. So, I guess my first question is 
Just in general, what do you think are some of the main differences between California and New York? Uh, in terms of elopements and weddings? Not not necessarily, just anything that you've noticed about since you've lived in both places. Well, California, like Santa Barbara, the weather is, is true. If you've never been to Santa Barbara, it is probably the most perfect town you've ever visited. The weather is guaranteed like 72 degrees every day of the year or somewhere around that. It almost never rains, um, which is good and bad. But Weather is never, ever, ever a factor. So you can always get married outside and do outside activities. And you rarely have to worry about if it's going to snow, rain, be windy, blah, 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 like too hot, too cold, nothing. So, so California has like perfect weather. But in New York, we've got all four seasons and we experience like rain, winter, hail, blizzards, sunny, too hot, like sweltering hot. Um, and it's really a lot of things, if you want them to be like perfect, like an event or a wedding, then it's usually indoors. So there's a lot of um, what you would call ballroom weddings out here, where you're at fancy hotel, like the Plaza Hotel or Four Seasons, and you just you get married in the ballroom. It doesn't matter what the weather is outside. If it's nice, you can go out and take a couple pictures on the street. If it's not, almost everything is inside, which is very strange if you're a California photographer, to imagine an entire wedding inside. But I've done quite a few of those out here. Right. And so today's May 22nd. What's the weather like today? Is it nice? Well, it was, it was pretty warm, actually. It was like 75 degrees earlier, and I think it's raining now. Uh, so it was like sunny and nice all day, and now it got overcast, and I think it's about to rain. Uh, so again, it's totally all over the place. I went and photographed with a friend um, out in empty streets of Soho, and we moved it up two hours because she was afraid it was going to rain, and she was right. What is the best time to, if you're going to plan an elopement, if there's a certain month of the year, what would you say for weather? Oh, good question. Best months in New York for that kind of thing would be like May, June, and September, October, maybe November, are perfect months in New York City. Okay, so aside from weather, are there any other differences between California and New York? Um, California is like 100%. It's so much nature and outdoors in California. New York is so much artificial and, and buildings. There's a lot more like architecture, I think, involved in New York things. Yeah. Uh, and a lot more nature, like... I remember, at least if we're talking about weddings in Santa Barbara, it was always like, are you getting married at a park or a beach? And that's kind of like the two options. Okay, that makes sense. I want to hear about some of your favorite New York City elopements or even just one of your favorites that stands out to you. Okay, um, I was talking with a friend earlier today and I, I had photographed her wedding she is an author and a podcaster. Her name is Jenny. She got married to an artist. He's like a, a I want to say Armenian or like Egyptian, some some background like Middle Eastern background artist and very artist type. He like he didn't want to plan anything. Like they were just going to get married at the last minute. She had reached out to me and told me, "Hey, we're thinking of getting married sometime in the next two weeks." We're not really good at planning right now. And I mean, I think it was him. He was not very good at planning. She wanted to like have things locked down. 
so she told me like if you're available in the next few weeks that'd be great i said yeah i'm available like this thursday this friday um and so it was like two days before she was like okay we're officially getting married on friday and then i like locked it in I showed up to the courthouse with them. She wore a white jumpsuit, uh, and it was such a cool outfit. She, he had a blue corduroy jacket on and, like, a cool little boutonniere or whatever. And um, it was just it was fun, and it was only seven people total. And we got married, like, they got married at the New York City Hall. It was, like, just her brother and his family and then his best friend and her best friend. And then they invited me to their brunch afterwards, and I, like, sat down and ate with them, but also took pictures. That's nice. It was cool. It was like that, you know, I became, like, a part of the family instantly, and it was really, really fun. I love that. How, when was this? Was this pre-COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, two years ago. Oh. Wait, can I say one more, though? Yes, please do. Okay. My other favorite one, I also felt super part of the family. I, this one, there was truly, it was just the two of them. It was um, two ladies from London, uh, or like just outside of London, came to New York to get married. They didn't tell any of their friends, I don't think. They both wore like non-traditional dresses. So one of them had like a kind of like a peach colored dress, and the other one was in like a navy blue colored dress. And um, and they were so cute. And I was their photographer and their witness at the same time. And I had my assistant Carly with me. I don't even know why we had an assistant, but I think she wanted to be there and asked the girls and they said it was cool. So Carly was with me, me, and then the two girls got married and that was it. And we got the best pictures ever in uh, Brooklyn right out, right afterwards. And it was really, really lovely. And I almost visited them the last time I was in London, but uh, they were remodeling their house. And so the timing just got a little bit off, but I'm going to see them the next time I'm out there in the UK. And I love them a lot. I love that. Have you, do you recall if it was easy for them to do this from being out of the country, like as far as the marriage license goes in New York? Yeah, I think so. I think anybody can just show up in New York and like, I don't know if it takes two days or one day, but you can go to the marriage hall and like ask for a license and then get married like within a day. And you don't even have to be citizens apparently. So that's what they did. I think their process was very smooth. Yeah. Cool, Phil. Well, I want to talk about the city hall. Is it so you is there only one city hall in New York where you would go to do the the license stuff? There's two that I've photographed at. There's the New York City Hall, which is kind of down by the financial district. And there's the Brooklyn City Hall. And that one's sort of downtown Brooklyn. Um, Most of the ones I've done have been in New York City Hall or yeah, the New York City Hall. But a couple of Brooklynites have gone to Brooklyn, and that's a little more mellow. Both of them very ugly. Oh, <laughs> that was going to be my next question. What do you think about them? Oh, they're they're not. I mean, if you're a good photographer, I think you can make it look cool. But they definitely have not been updated or remodeled or changed or anything since like probably 1971. Um, there's like really like olive green benches that you sit on. There's just like fluorescent lights overhead. It's it's really like a DMV process in there in terms of like, because so many people get married through the New York City Hall. You check in at one place, you go to another window to get a number, and then you pay f- for it at another window, and then you sign documents at another window, and then you wait, and then you get married. And the marriage usually lasts about 45 seconds, the whole wedding. I've timed it. I've like looked at my photos that I've taken. 
because you can see and, and it'll start at like 2 2:15 p.m. and 30 seconds and then by 2:16 and 45 seconds like it's over and uh and people spend a little more time just like clapping and hugging afterwards than they do actually like getting married it's crazy that's funny two questions are there windows in this place no no windows okay and then is are people bringing in an officiant from the outside world or is it just somebody who works at city hall it's the person who works there so the person at city hall probably does like 50 to 100 weddings a day i'm guessing yeah, it's that's why it's so fast because I don't, I don't think they care. <laughs> um, they're not they're not like mean about it. They're obviously like smiling a little bit, but they definitely are like they go, okay, thanks for being here. Do you take this man to be your husband? Do you take this woman? Do you have a ring? Put it on. Okay, now by the the power invested in me, New York State, and I'm pronouncing it. Anyway, that's like literally the whole thing. Um, it's crazy, but but yeah, it's like very garish inside. There's like bad art in the backgrounds, and it's not centered. So the podium is like off center from like the middle of the room. It's very, very strange. Interesting. So hmm. the best pictures are taken afterwards outside. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you next is. But I'm going to ask you, Katie, okay. how is it? In, how is it in California? Well, it's beautiful. I'm going to I was going to save like all the Santa Barbara stuff for next like after we run through New York but that's one of the big differences that you and I talked about was just how vastly different the Santa Barbara courthouse is it's beautiful but we'll go into more details with that in a little bit I'll let you run the show (laughs) so you go to the city hall in New York and then where would you take a couple afterwards for some nice portraits so the area right outside of City Hall is not that great. It's like Chinatown in one direction and then just sort of like office financial district stuff in the other direction. So a lot of times people get in a car and then head up to maybe Central Park is really nice if you want to jump in a taxi or over the bridge. And then you can be down in it's called Dumbo down. It's it's a part of Brooklyn called Dumbo, which stands for down under the Manhattan Bridge overpass. It's just on the other side of the Brooklyn Bridge. It's all the city views of New York from from the Brooklyn side. And they have really cool, like, old cobblestone streets and stuff. And it's really lovely. So I, I end up taking couples over there a lot afterwards. I love that area. I've seen a lot of wedding photos taken there. It's kind of a nice iconic spot right because you have the water but then you have the bridge but then you can you can still see manhattan like in the distance right we've shot over there yes yes we have it's so great it's kind of it's like old old brooklyn so you can get yeah skylines or cobblestone streets and like old buildings and it's just kind of classic looks and and being able to see new york in the background is really fun cool where do you have any spots in mind that would be nice for a celebratory drink or a restaurant if a couple wanted to go out and maybe get some pictures celebrating afterwards? Yeah, I think um, I, th- I would say anywhere in Soho or like West Village that has kind of like a cool little atmosphere with maybe like a back patio is, is really nice. I'll, I'll look up a couple of names. I can't think off the top of my head, but. Okay. I've been to New York a few times i'm thinking of just all the cool hotel lobbies and stuff that i think would be a cool spot to grab a drink or something afterwards oh yeah of course you could even do if you want to go fancy you could go to the plaza hotel and have like a tea or a drink there is really nice 
Um, in Brooklyn, actually, right by Dumbo is the the One Hotel, and that place is like super super nice lobby, but they also have like patio seating that overlooks a little park right there, so that's kind of lovely. And they also have like a rooftop bar, so you can actually see like the whole city. I've always thought that the Ace Hotel is pretty cool. I don't know if it's too predictable, but the Ace Hotel in New York is like it doesn't have very much outdoor space, and it's a little bit crammed inside. Mm. So that would be a little bit harder to find a good seat quickly, I think. Not impossible, but I think I think the Ace Hotel is better in other cities than in New York. Gotcha. What about a place to stay? We just named a bunch of hotels. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if it were me, I would recommend staying in an Airbnb. But if you want something cool, you could do the Public Hotel in downtown New York. That's kind of like a Lower East Side hotspot, and it's like super popular during Fashion Week. There's always like all the cool kids stay there, or go there. They have a really amazing rooftop um, view, probably one of the best rooftops in lower Manhattan. And that's the public hotel. It's like famously designed by a famous architect and it's cool. And I agree with you on the Airbnb as well. I think that's always a cool place to look. You could stay in your studio. Yeah, exactly. How people could stay in my studio. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have a tiny apartment, but it is nice. Maybe it'd be nice for newlyweds. I have a cool patio. Um, but yeah, I think you could get like a really cool Airbnb for the same price as a hotel and even like host a few people if you wanted. What about, okay, we're moving on to Santa Barbara in a second, but I just want to quickly know if we forgot any pros or cons for eloping in NYC. Like, what do you love about New York? Like, what are the what are the pros of going there? You know, you can be a tourist and get married. Like, what a cool vacation. It's a really great place to vacation. I mean, Santa Barbara is too, but but New York's awesome. You could... Like my friends, they didn't just come here and get married and and then leave. Like they stayed for a few days, you know, and got to like be married and walk Central Park and like take taxis and maybe see a Broadway show. You can't do any of that stuff like in Santa Barbara, right? So I think like being able to go to the Met Metropolitan Museum or or see a Broadway show or do that kind of stuff is kind of like a once in a lifetime opportunity to be in New York. So, Santa Barbara, you and I have both photographed intimate weddings there. I went to college there. You and I met there. I'm going to chime in a little bit, but first thing I wanted to talk about was the courthouse itself that we kind of briefly mentioned before, but oh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's a very old building. I don't know what year it was built, do you? I think it's like the 1800s. Uh, I used yeah. to know that the top of my head yeah it's one of the oldest buildings in santa barbara really let's see 1929 was when it was completed i'm gonna try to describe it but it has i think it kind of has that spanish flair to it on the inside there's a lot of tiles and gates and archways and and then just the property itself like it takes up this whole block almost on the corner and there's a lot of greenery and palm trees and there's different ceremony spots within the building so there's this really gorgeous mural room upstairs that has murals all over it and you know like floor to ceiling windows with these draperies and it's very I don't know what it's got a very moody vibe to it if you it's stately it's uh yeah, it's that's the mule room is actually a, it looks like a courthouse room. So there's like a judge's chair and everything. But it, it they it's also used as like a wedding hall for most days. It's really beautiful. 
I love that room. There's another spot that you can get married in there. I don't know if you've ever been in the little balcony area that's right above where you sign all the papers. Oh, I haven't. Have you gone up there? No. You go in this elevator and I think there's a max amount of people that can go up there. I believe it was raining one day and so we decided to do it inside and it's probably the most private spot in the courthouse because no one can go up there unless you're getting married. So it's just this little room. There's not much to look at, but there's like white walls and nice light and red curtains. And so that's another spot. And then you can also do it outside. I've done this little area that's outside of a door and there's kind of plants around you and it's in the shade a little bit. Yeah, there's all kinds of spots. I think you just decide ahead of time where you want to go. The mural room, you probably have to reserve ahead of time. They have lots of options out because they have a whole little, they call it the sunken gardens, but it's just like a few steps down, it's just like this nice grassy lawn and you can get married in different parts of that with different backgrounds. And yeah, it's really, you can get married like five or six different ways and it's never a bad picture, whichever direction you're looking. So we already talked about the pluses of eloping in Santa Barbara, at least one of them. I wrote down earlier the weather, literally any time, any day of year is going to be nice. Any other pluses you can think of of just Santa Barbara in general? It doesn't have to be the courthouse. Um, I mean, if you want to be in like an idyllic beach town that's really clean and easy, it's perfect. Santa Barbara is great for like day hikes and then kayaking in the ocean. And it's a very like kind of active outdoorsy place to be. And there's a lot of really beautiful pockets of the city to see. Like the, the courthouse is actually like a tourist attraction, but also the Santa Barbara Mission is like a huge old Spanish style building with a church. And it's actually like a place that monks live and work still. There's like a rose garden right below that. And there's all these different beaches you can hang out in. Beaches are never crowded. It's, it's always like white sand, lots of space. There's also Santa Barbara's close to, if you're into wine, it's at the foothills of wine country. Basically, if you drive up to San Inez or Los Olivos, or even just like the, what is it, the Urban Wine Trail, there's all these like little wine tasting rooms. Yeah, within, within Santa Barbara, you can walk to like one little urban winery to another. Yeah. It's got it all. Santa Barbara's really great, and it's super easy to get around, and you can bike everywhere if you want. Um, houses are cool. The whole town is like very nicely, nicely run. I agree. I did think of one downside, though, to eloping at the courthouse, and that is it can get pretty busy there, and so... I think if you're, this could happen at any public location, but I think it's pretty common to have some onlookers, you know, it might not bother everybody, but I've seen people like just random people taking pictures of the bride and groom and the mural room is not, you know, it's not a private spot. So people can actually even still walk in there. Yeah. You walk in during the ceremony. That's, that is, that may be the only downside. You're not going to be able to escape onlookers anywhere, especially in New York. It's probably worse in New York, to mm. be honest. But yeah, but you will not have a private room if you get married at the Santa Barbara Courthouse. Do you have a favorite spot to take wedding portraits in Santa Barbara? We already talked about the beach, but actually I wanted to ask you, because I kind of forget what it's called, but the Butterfly Preserve Place. Do you know what I'm talking about? You mean the the outdoor wild one? Yeah. It's Elwood, Elwood Butterfly Preserve. Yeah, out in Goleta. I like that place. Yeah, 
Nice. That's like a really lovely. So basically, for those who don't know, uh, in the outskirts of Santa Barbara, in the suburbs, there's there's this whole protected area that has a bunch of eucalyptus trees and trees, and it's like a grove of trees out there. And if you walk out, you know, 10 minutes from the trees, you have cliffs over the ocean. It's really lovely. But a lot of monarchs do their annual migration through that grove of trees every year. So you can see them around January, February. And yeah, and it's just like thousands of butterflies in the trees. But it's really lovely. There's lots of lovely dirt paths and uh, walking ways. If you want to have like some nice kind of nature pictures, that's a great place. My favorite places to shoot wedding photos in Santa Barbara, I like... I really like downtown, actually. I, I think the downtown, like, State Street, which is the main street down the center of Santa Barbara, is really pretty and, and like, cool sidewalks and kind of a lovely atmosphere. And there's palm trees everywhere. So I think that's, like, a, a fun little backdrop. You still maybe have people on the street and stuff, but if you can, you know, if you can time it right and position the people well, I think you can get a cool Santa Barbara backdrop by just going down State Street or little, like, side alleys around there. Yeah, I agree. That's a great, I I mean, it has everything basically. Even my next question was going to be a spot to go out for a drink or a favorite restaurant and all of State Street is lined with cool places to do that. Do you have a favorite? Well, the, the real secret, I think, to Santa Barbara, which is not too much of a secret anymore, is that the cool places to get a drink now is the area called the Funk Zone. The Funk Zone is like down, 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 at the bottom of State Street, closer to the water, it used to be like all of these old industrial buildings where artists used to live. And there was like a strip club out there and like a fish market and just like weird. It just didn't make any sense. And so they called it the funk zone. But now it's the place where all of those urban wineries are that we talked about. And there's like cool, hip restaurants and really nice bars down there. It's a great Asian fusion Thai place that I love down there. So the funk zone would be kind of like the hottest spot to go and get a drink in Santa Barbara, I think. Actually, I agree with you now that you say that. And my favorite is Muni Wine. I don't know if you've been to that one, but if you want some wine. Yes, Municipal Wine would be my choice. Last time I was there, which was not super recently, there are restaurants popping up down there as well. I think that's a good call. I'll link to some good ones in the blog post. Places to stay, Phil? Gosh, since I, I grew up there, I just always stay with my friends or my family. <laughs> I guess if you want to go, cla- like if you've got a little bit of money to spend, there are three phenomenal hotels on the water, on the beach. And one of them is the Four Seasons Biltmore in Santa Barbara. You can literally like walk out the front door of the hotel and you're looking at the ocean. There's a new one, which is the Miramar Hotel. That would be a Rosewood Miramar. That one's very beautiful and and stately again. It has like, I don't even know how to describe it. It feels like you're in like a southern estate or something. It's got it's got kind of a cool vibe and it's not quite Santa Barbara feel. Um, the other one would be like the Bacara Resort. And that's a little more in the suburbs area that we were describing. Walking distance actually to those butterflies. That one's super, super lovely. And all of those are, are like steps away from the ocean. Oh, there's also the Canary Hotel right? In downtown? So that's the heart of the heart of downtown. Yeah. The Canary Hotel is kind of a cool, it's a Kimpton resort. I like that spot. They have a cool rooftop and it's a boutique hotel. It's not like a big old thing, but they also have a little nice restaurant bar at the bottom. And yeah, that's a nice alternative option to like the fancy places and it's still fancy. Okay. Well, Phil, is there anything else you'd like to share 
regarding elopements or anything in general? I think almost everybody getting married in the next 12 months is probably going to have something that looks like an elopement, especially if you're in California or New York. You're not even legally allowed to have a gathering of over 10 or 15 or 20 people right now. A lot of the people that I know in the New York wedding industry are planning on a year of very small, intimate weddings of like 50 people or less. And that might not be an elopement, 50 people or less, but if you want to do like your 10 people, like now is the time. And there's lots of vendors out there like Katie and myself who are willing to help. Definitely. I had a change of plans for a wedding that I'm actually photographing this weekend that was originally going to be, you know, 150 people here in California, but the couple decided to go forward um, with just the two of them. So that's what we're doing on Saturday. It'll just be them, me, and the officiant. And they, they seem totally fine with it, actually. They're just kind of embracing how plans change. It's kind of out of our control, and it's going to be a lovely day regardless. How can people find you online? Uh, you can find me everywhere at philipvn, P-H-I-L-L-I-P-V-N. My weddings is philipvn weddings. My personal account is philipvn. My TikTok is philipvn. <laughs> Everything Philippian. My website's philippian.com. Well, thank you. I think this was pretty helpful. If I had to choose between Santa Barbara and New York, um, I don't know. It's kind of a toss up for me. Maybe I'd choose New York just because I'm used to California and I like new things. I would choose Santa Barbara, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> I think that there's more beautiful options. Santa Barbara is just an easier place to be. New York feels it's true. like... <laughs> But but New York is like a little more exciting and like glamorous, you know, so it's a different mm -hmm. vibe. But yeah, you can come to New York. I'll come to Santa Barbara. OK. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Phil. Thanks for listening, you guys. Again, you can visit runawaytogether.co slash resources for all of the previous podcast episodes as well as this one here with Phil. If you want to come say hi on Instagram, I'm also on there at runawaytogether.co. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions. See you next time.